Here's the Smart Retirement Cast brought to you by Smart Retirement Media. Now, here's your hosts, Mike and Matt. Okay, listeners, welcome back for our first Smart Retirement Podcast of February. Matt, we're back, baby. We are back, and we're live on video. <laughs> we are live on video. Now you're going to finally see why we used to do this without being recorded, because we're just not that attractive. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Sorry. I was going to say, speak for yourself, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys down in Scottsdale care a lot about how you look. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, with all the good outdoor stuff we've got to do almost year round, it's hard not to want to try to look good, right? You're all very tanned. You've got great cars. You've got great, great looking spouses. It's like a perfect, it's like a perfect topia. Yeah. Until you get to the summer and it's 115, 120 degrees out. It's great. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yeah. So February's here, bam, January's in the books and, uh, you know, President Biden is chipping away at his first hundred days, and we thought we would touch on a great article that you put out, Matt, a great article from January that you had on your Century Financial Consultants Facebook page, but um, we'll actually be able to talk a bit about, about that today. It's And the title of the article is, What Does Biden Mean for Me? So listeners, we're going to be talking about what it means for you in retirement, and, and also for those not in retirement, what it means, you know, when we switch, I have a changing of the guards in the presidential office, you know, how that can affect your investments in retirement. Um, Matt, before we get into that, though, because there's going to be plenty of that to talk about. Absolutely. Um, it's Groundhog Day, right? Woo! <laughs> I mean, I didn't see, I wonder if COVID ruined that. I imagine because there's that whole festival where the groundhog comes out of the ground, which is such a funny thing to be like known for, right? Like, sure. We're the town where the groundhog lives. Well, I would imagine it's outdoors if they were socially distanced, depending on what state they're in. It probably, uh, you know, could have been something that happened today. But uh, maybe at the break, I'll, I'll take a look and we'll update our listeners. We'll have to we look at back. the break. That dude always wears his, like, pretty uh, aristocratic top hat. Yep. Uh, aristocratic, is that right? That's, a, that's how you talk about people that dress really fancy? Aristocrats? Sure. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. One of my favorite Bill Murray movies, though, Groundhog Day, is great. I mean, throw that thing on. That's an oldie but goodie. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll watch that this evening. But don't throw on Tombstone. Oh, my gosh. I watched Tombstone again about a month ago. Yeah. You know, the Western with Wyatt Earp and Sam Elliott's got that big old mustache, and it was not good. I remember. Well, have you, ever, have you ever been down to Tombstone, Arizona, Mike? No. Okay, so you can actually go to the OK Corral, and they have a gunfight. And everything there. It's actually pretty cool. So, you know, yeah. next time you come out, we might have to make a drive down there. It's a couple hours south of me, but uh, we'll go have a gunfight at the OK Corral. That sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, listeners, Matt and I are always encouraging you to contact us. And, you know, maybe it's because you watched or listened to a video, uh, excuse me, a, a recent podcast um, that just really spoke to you. In fact, we just had a listener Debbie out in Massachusetts uh, reached out to me personally yesterday. She was talking about the um, the Freddie Mac loans I mentioned in one of our earlier episodes this year, where retirees have a hard time proving income. 
you know, whether they're self-employed or are no longer employed, or they're just living off of social security and, you know, their required minimum distributions and assets, and they, they pay down most of their liabilities. Their life is very easy, but now they're in this refinance boom and they can't qualify for a loan. So I was talking to Debbie from Massachusetts. Hello, Debbie. Thank you for listening. That And I was letting her know that she has investment properties, so it's a little bit different. And if you listen to my episode, um, which is how to get a mortgage with, I think it's called how to get a mortgage with no, no With little income. to no income. Yep. Little to no income. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, of course. I think it was our last episode. There is a requirement when you are refinancing on an investment property that you actually have to start taking a distribution from your assets at a at a defined perpetuity or defined amount. And so I walked her through that. And any of you listeners listening to this, if you're like, oh, that sounds like just for me, I'm, I'm trying to refinance my investment properties and I'm having the darndest time, contact me, 866-53-RETIRE, option two, get your right to me, Mike Points. Any of the other stuff we're going to touch on today or any of your retirement um, reviews since we're in the first part of this year. Matt Hollander's your guy. Again, 86653 option, oops, excuse me, 86653 retire option one. Also, guys, we are young and love email. So info at smartretirement dot smartretirementcast.com. Darn it. Info you're going to bust that. Info at smartretirementcast.com. Um, so Matt, this article is yours, yours to talk about. I want you to kind of set the table for our listeners today on why you decided to post this on social media, why it's important to us. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, coming into a new administration is always worrisome for just about anyone in retirement or approaching retirement because there's a lot of things that, you know, what's going to happen with taxes, what's going to happen here. So I just keep I'm getting these questions. Right. I just keep getting all these questions from my clients, prospective clients, and felt that it would just be easier to put together a white paper uh, that would discuss some of these issues that are coming and arising. And then I said, you know, what I could also do is we can make a podcast on it with a video. And when clients ask, I'll just send them the video. <laughs> so it makes it a little more personable. So they're not having to just read something. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up today and just really talk about, you know, what does a Biden victory mean for me, my retirement, my family, and really the longevity of my, my whole retirement plan and what type of things should I be worried about that might uh, affect us uh, in the next coming years. So you know, now we're at a point where uh, the election results, of course, they're certified. Uh, Biden is in office, as you said earlier, Mike, working through his uh, uh, his first hundred days. But, you know, we're at a point where we have a Democratic leadership driving our next four years. Right. Um, the House, the Senate after the Georgia runoffs uh, and the and the presidency. So, you know, what's everyone's kind of worrying about or concerned or maybe questioning, right, is, you know, after a decade-long bull run, uh, you know, right. it was kind of inter interrupted by this coronavirus global pandemic that we're going, you know, through still, even, you know, in the starting points of 2021 and probably will be uh, for a good part of this year, maybe not even have it out by the end of the year. We really don't know at this point. Sure. Um we're making you know, our best effort. Yep. Exactly. But, you know, investors are really trying to seek some type of baseline 
uh, in everything, right? So what type of things can we look for to help create that certainty and, and that comfort factor, if you will, uh, going forward, right? Um, you know, unfortunately, we had an election taking place right during a pandemic, right? I mean, that crazy. is crazy enough when people are already concerned about what the market's going to do during election. Then you throw the pandemic in and small businesses and things. It's just a whirlwind of issues. You know, this is the time, listeners, if your financial advisor is not reaching out to you, um, counseling you on some ideas, and, and you're starting to worry, that's that's that time where you probably should be looking at your your you know, your, your significant other, your spouse, and maybe having that conversation of finding somebody else. Um, really, it, it's super important to me uh, and anyone in my firm to ensure that, you know, we're staying with our clients, holding that hand and making sure that we're providing that, um, uh, what do we want to call it? Sleep better at night factor, if you will, right? Sleep quotient. Sleep there quotient. we go. There we go. Um you know, so I mean, looking at the pandemic, looking at the stock market, looking at the election, uh, it's hard to use any any really like historical data for comparison on this, right? Because we've never had an election and a pandemic going at the same time. Right. Um, but still, there, I think there's still some patterns we can look at uh, to help understand, you know, where we are and where we might be going. So that's kind of what we're going to discuss a little bit today. Um, and I think the biggest question that I receive is, do you think the market is going to continue up? Do you can, you know, think we're going to have a correction? And at the end of the day, I don't have a crystal ball. Mike, do you? I do actually, but it's not you do. working. It's not ah, working. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I that's a repair. I've got to do the update, you know? <laughs> got it. All right. So, um, we actually, I get, I get this same question, Matt, you know, I get right. all the time with interest rates. Like, should we just hold out for lower rates? It's mm -hmm. like, guys, don't be greedy. Right. Like, and don't, and don't be the last one getting on the boat because sometimes you're, you're just, there's just not enough room. There's, you know, things change quickly. They change very quickly. Yep. So um, I didn't want to cut you off, but I think, I think it's important to understand that this year we've seen, um, interest rates spike up at the beginning of the year. They came right back down again. Uh, we've seen crazy stuff go on in the stock market this year, unprecedented with the whole, um, you know, with the whole um, GameStop, AMC, uh, crazy craziness that happened last week. I mean, that's just where Reddit's getting involved, outside parties, SEC's now investigating. So there's just so many things you just can't predict. Yeah, a lot of, lot of weird things. I, I don't know if weird's the best word for it, but a lot of different things compared to what we've seen, you know, even last year's stock market. Um, you know, people are sitting at home, they're spending time on the computer, they're doing research and, you know, these, uh, I, I dare to say maybe like blue collar type individuals are really trying to form a big group and take on Wall Street, if you will. And uh, it's kind of neat to see. Uh, you know, sitting on the sideline, trying to make predictions on stuff. It's very hard to predict what's going to happen with the market right now because you're finding these stocks like GameStop or AMC or these others that, you know, everyone thought was just kind of like a dying breed, right? AMC, like who's going to the movies right now, right? But that's what they're doing is they're, you know, they're taking advantage of all these short positions from these big uh, hedge fund managers and just sinking them. I mean, it's, it's right. interesting to say the least. It's the little guy trying to get his flesh off the big guy. I think at the end of the day is what we're seeing. But well, um, yeah, 
and not to get too off topic, but um, listeners, if you're listening today, we, I'm going to be going over a couple little graphs and things that are in this. Uh, I'm going to do my best to try to um, verbalize what I'm looking at. But the best thing to, for you to do is I have this report and then I actually have one from uh, right before the election called the 2020 election and the Star Spangled Stock Market that you can email us and I can send you both of the articles and you can read them, look, research it, look at all the charts and really have a little bit better idea of kind of what we're talking about today. But I'm gonna try to give a you know very high end view of the, the information that's provided in here. So um, in that 2020 election, Star Spangled stock market report that we put together, the, the main focus of it was showing that political party doesn't historically uh, have a huge impact on market performance you know, right after an election. And, you know, what's really going to have more an impact, of course, is going to be the policies, the tax changes and things, um, you know, that is going on. Um, at the end of the day, you know, presidents don't operate, operate in a vacuum, right? And a few major corporations are going to be the ones that majorly or heavily influence today's market, right? It's, it's not who's in the White House. It's, you know, our big uh, tech companies right now. What's right? Jeff Bezos doing, right? Right. So our Amazon, our Apple, Google, those types of things, those guys that are just killing it right now. Uh, that's what's Tesla. Really... Think about how many times mm -hmm. Elon Musk comes up in on the news. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's never good to make rash decisions when it comes to anything in retirement. Right. So like I suggest all the time on this on this podcast is creating a plan reviewing your plan, updating it on an annual basis and sticking to your plan is always going to be the best way for you to, to you know, get by. Now, I'm not saying if you have that, um, you know, that day trading account that you should hold your day trading stuff. Right. I mean, that's that's totally on you. But when you're looking at retirement in a full spectrum, you're going to want to have a general idea and plan. Uh, for that, you know, 30 year vacation that you're going to be facing. Now, if you're like some retirees out there that haven't even started to do any type of planning or anything like that, I would strongly recommend shooting us an email at info at smartretirementcast.com or giving us a call 866-53-RETIRE. Again, that's 866-53-RETIRE. And as a listener of our show, I will be happy at no obligation, no cost to you to provide you with a solid retirement plan that will show you and give you a better idea of exactly how, how long your money is going to last and whether or not you're properly set up for retirement. So before I dive too much farther into this article, Mike, I would like to go ahead and take a break if that is okay by you. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get into talking about, you know, unified governments, a little bit more on Biden's tax plan and uh, what kind of impact that may have on your retirements in the next four, maybe eight years. Who knows? So stick around. We'll be right back for more Smart Retirement Podcast. Hey, listeners, it's Mike Points, the co-host of your Smart Retirement Podcast. I wanted to thank you guys for listening over the years. As we start season three, it's so exciting for Matt and I to see how many followers we have now and just to have the interaction with you on a one-to-one -one basis. In fact, that's why I'm letting you know about my personal website, advicebeforeprice.com. This is a website where you can go learn about loan programs, articles that I've written. You can engage with me personally on Facebook Messenger, 
or you can start a loan application for what you want to do today at advicebeforeprice.com. I have the ability to work on all types of reverse mortgages, renovation loans, purchase transactions, as well as refinance transactions. And I have loan officers that I'm networked throughout the entire nation. We can start with a Zoom call and I can put you in touch with them locally. I'm never too busy for your referrals, so please check me out at advicebeforeprice.com. NMLS number 1246224. It's been a roller coaster of a start to the new decade. From the pandemic to the election, record low interest rates, a wild market, home prices that seem to have no ceiling, it leaves us asking what's next? Can the economy and the market continue to grow? What will this past election do to my investments? Is it time to sell my home before the market adjusts to downsize? How can I best maneuver to maximize return? The answer is simple. It never hurts to get a second opinion. From a team like Century Financial Consultants, with over 40 years of financial planning experience, get a free income analysis from Century Financial Consultants today to see where you stand and if you're ready for any changes we may face in the coming year. Give Century Financial Consultants a call today at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Prepare for an uncertain tomorrow so you can relax and enjoy today. Get a free income analysis from Century Financial Consultants at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Century Financial Consultants, California license number 0L23991 and 017-5638. Okay, listeners, we're back from the break, Ooh. and uh, we're still getting used to this video thing. It's kind of nuts to see ourselves while we're talking to you, but listeners, if you're not sure what the heck I'm talking about, we are now going to be uploading the podcast that we're recording live to YouTube after we record the show. So you can yep. listen to us, you can see us, you can listen to us and see us, you can do it all. And yeah, just got to look up a Smart Retirement Podcast on YouTube. We'll have our own channel on there, and the library of all the live videos will be there. This will be fun for the guests, too, that come on the show, right? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> they're already <laughs> nervous just talking. Now they're going to be, like, looking at themselves and stuff. So, anyways, check us out on YouTube, guys. Uh, what's the YouTube channel, Matt? So, it's just Smart Retirement Podcast. Yeah, Real just easy. look that up. When you go to YouTube, you'll find... Right now, you'll just find this video, but after this season, all of the... All of the shows will be recorded, so it'll be pretty neat. Yep. Okay, so we were just about to get into this article, Matt. But before we do, we've got kind of a big weekend ahead of us. Yeah, we do. Super Bowl. Yeah, we do. I mean, for yeah. me, Super Bowl is a holiday. I usually don't. <laughs> I usually, I usually like get up like the day before. I'm like making food, just like you would for a holiday. You know, you, this is going to be a little different, uh, unfortunately, because I can't really have a lot of people over. But as you know, Matt, I have a little bit of a man lair in my detached garage, and I usually have like four TVs going, uh, you know, prop bets, the squares going, barbecue, oh, yeah. usually like a keg of beers cracked open. And 
it's a good time. So I'm going to probably have to downsize a bit on the beer and the food. But Tom Brady, here he is again, going to go play. For, hopefully he could win his seventh Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually been a hater of Tom Brady most of my life. But now that he's done it with another team, I'm rooting for Tom Brady on Sunday. Uh, I, I think I would agree. Uh, you know, Mahomes showed up last year pretty well. But I think he's going to have a hard time against Brady. Um, you know, Brady looked decent most of the season and then got to the playoffs and it was like okay brady's back <laughs> surgical right yeah surgical oh, totally totally yeah. so there so i'm a big football fan i thought i'd throw that in there matt just to kind of some of our listeners to remind them you know they're going to sure. listen to this tomorrow and they've got to get that food ready they got to get ready to watch the game not as big of a crowd hopefully but um still going to be a terrific game quite and i hate to say it i don't know that i'm going to be able to watch the game what I'm actually going to be coming out your way. I'm racing this weekend uh, up uh, near Lancaster. So Are you going to do Button Willow? Much... No, we're doing going up to the historic Willow Springs up in uh, Rosamond, California. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that should be fun. This but, will be uh, a good time of year to do that. It'll be cold, but it won't be cold. as much wind. Yeah, the wind during December is ridiculous. But February is usually cold at night, decent during the day. But the wind uh, definitely has decided a little bit. So yeah. Let's awesome. not get too far off topic. I want okay. to cover a we're few back. more of these yeah. things in this for you listeners. But, um, you know, going back to what we're talking about today. So what does a Biden, Biden victory mean for me and my retirement? Yeah. Um, you know, essentially right now we're going into a area where we don't have you know, a divided government, right? It's all a Democratic controlled House, Senate, presidential seat. Um and I think one of the things that people need to realize is when it comes to all of Biden, President Biden's ambitious ideas that he has, it's going to be somewhat constrained because of their thin margin that they really have over the Republicans in, in both the House and the Senate. Um, so historically, a divided government uh, produces the best returns overall for the stock market. Uh, and surprisingly, the un an undivided democratic government is on a steady yet less aggressive rise. So what they're seeing is slowly over the last uh, 20 years or so, 30 years actually in this, in this report, is that they're seeing that a democratic controlled government is on a steady less aggressive rise than what a Republican um, uh, controlled government uh, government would look like so you know while we can't say past performance can guarantee future results right i mean there's my little disclaimer just like anything when we talk about financials um making a major change in this environment places a heavy challenge on the incoming uh, administration in my opinion uh, people that i've talked to you know because of that thin margin it's going to be hard for them to make a lot of um big big changes without having some of the other side kind of dipping in here a little bit, if you will. So uh, that's not to say, uh, like what we've seen over the last couple of weeks here, that you know President Biden can't come out and issue executive orders and things like that, but he's going to be limited to what he can really do uh, when it comes to taxes, right? And I think that's the next biggest thing that I get questions about is, okay, I'm thinking about, should I go ahead and convert my whole IRA or my 401k and, into a Roth? Are they going to get rid of Roths? What's that going to look like? Should I take advantage of the tax codes we have now? The simple answer to that is probably yes. But 
to what extent is something we would need to determine on a one by one, one on one basis? Um, am I going to tell you to convert your whole million dollar IRA into a Roth? Probably not, because it's going to create a huge taxable event to you. Now, if you've got a smaller IRA, 401k, $40,000, $50,000, it might make sense to do so, depending on what your income will look like for this last for this year or last year. So those are all conversations. Love to have the conversation with you, 866-53-RETIRE. But uh, again, focusing on the tax bill. So what are some of the proposed changes that are likely going to happen? So they want to, and when I say they, I'm saying the Biden administration, uh, they want to raise the top level individual tax rate, right? Right now it's at 37%. They want to bump that up to 39.6%, which not a huge increase, uh, but there's some other things that, w that are going to come down that may change your opinion on some of the things coming on. So uh, they want to extend the Social Security tax earnings uh, up to 137.7, which is where it's at now, um, to earnings over 400000 So essentially what that's going to mean is people that are earning over that threshold are going to then be contributing the same percentage and from rather than it stopping at 137.7, it's going up to 400,000 now. So, which is like huge. pretty much 98% of the country, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of people that show income in excess right. of 250,000. Sure, sure. If there are, that's where we're going to have the issue, right? Um, they also are looking at raising capital gains. So, um, raising that up to 39.6 for taxpayers with income over a million dollars. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are these really things that you and I are worrying about that maybe, you know, in most of our listeners, probably not. Um, but nonetheless, this is going to maybe start affecting those small business owners and things that, you know, are having incomes that may be that large. So if you're concerned about how any of these you know shifts are going to affect you, I would suggest this is a great time to go talk with a financial professional, your tax professional, and start creating a strategy for a what if this happens is it going to affect you, right? These are what we know so far uh, as far as the tax proposals that we've got. Now, could tomorrow something else hit the, you know, come out and hit the news? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's just kind of what we're living in today is we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But at the end of the day, for any large major changes, they're still going to have to have some type of nod uh, of a substantial amount of the Republicans on the other side to get any large bill pass. So I think at the end of the day, we probably don't have a whole lot to worry about um, immediately. Uh, you know, next year, they might try to try something different there. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. And again, crystal ball, I don't have it. Mike, yours is broken, right? So well, it just needs a, <laughs> it just needs the update. That's all. Got it. Got but it. I will let me chime in really quick here, Matt. Yeah, please. So, you know, these taxes that you mentioned will have, there's a good probability that they're going to be proposed and there's uh, well I should say there's a high probability that they're going to be proposed there's a good probability that they'll be accepted and then from what you know because you deal with this all the time what does it typically mean from time of acceptance into actual law like if something gets accepted this year mm -hmm. for capital gains is that going to be immediately effective in 2021's tax law or will it be normally normally which? not i mean if we go back and look when the trump tax effects or trump stuff took effect it was the following year for that tax year 
right? So okay. they're not, we're, you know, we're, we're in February. If something passed, let's say in March, uh, they're not going to retroactively go back and say, okay, stuff from January is now going to be taxed under the new tax code that we're passing this year. No, no, no. It'll be for your 2022 taxes, more than likely. So again, things could happen. I, I don't know. But historically, it's usually the following year that things like that take place. So. Okay. Well, that's interesting part of the article. Um, other parts of the article you think are noteworthy of touching on in the show today? Yeah. So the impact of a contested election, which was kind of interesting. So as we all know, we went through this election. President, uh, President Trump kind of came through, contested the election results. Really, we haven't seen a contested election since uh, 2000. So that would have been George W. Bush and Al Gore. The Chads, um, the Florida Chads. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, what we found is if we look at the historical data on that, that it creates a lot of volatility in the stock market. So, you know, with the uh, uncertainty with the coronavirus, um, I think experts are kind of saying that they're more in favor of a defensive market and kind of until all this dust settles. So what does all the dust settle mean? So for the most part, we've gotten the, set, the dust settled with the contested election at this point, but we don't really have the dust settled on the coronavirus pandemic. So I think at the, for the time being, it might be a, a decent decision to be looking at more of a defensive play and really not you know, that spur of the moment uh, spending, that type of stuff probably should be put on hold until some of this stuff kind of eases out a little bit. Um, you know, I think that would be one thing if we could touch on. Um, the other thing, let me just look here on the article, a couple things I want to touch on. Um, da, da, da. So I, I guess it, it, it behooves the listeners out there to just kind of take what I'm saying and also go back and think about what we said before we went to break as far as having that plan and sticking to it, right? So this isn't a good time to, you know, opt out, right? Just not pay any attention, but it's also not a good idea to probably be trying to time the markets. Um, periods of volatility uh, don't only move in one direction and usually it's closely followed by a dip in the other direction very quickly. So in the 2020 election, the Star Spangled Stock Market uh, report that was put together, um, what we did is we actually showed if you miss the best 10 days of market performance, if you're trying to turn time the market, um, it actually can cost investors dearly. Um, so historically, and it's proven in that study, that it is historically better to play that long game and just kind of hold out, right? Um, you know, if you look at the S&P 500 over the last 20 years, we're still at a 7 to 8% return. Now, are we going to have those dips? Sure, right? The market can't continue going all the time, and we can't be in a bull market all the time. We've got to see a bear at some point. But I think at the end of the day, you don't want to be stuck holding the bag if you're trying to time the market, it drops, and now you're approaching retirement, you're five years out, two years out, whatever it may be, and now we have that little time to now work back up to what you actually need to retire. So sticking the course in the long run, I think is gonna be the best uh, decision there, so. Yeah, I, there's a there's some prudence in not trying to find or, or you know time the market. I have a good close friend who pulled out most of his holdings and moved them into cash when mm -hmm. the Dow was down at 19,000. And he, I think he took it out at like 24 or 25,000, excuse me. And it got down to 19 
And man, that would have been a great time to put it back in. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. And he still hasn't put it back in because he thinks it's going to dip again. And now we've seen just today while we're recording this show, as of this morning, the GameStop hubbub is, is kind of dissipating away and the Dow Jones has shot up 600 points. It's 2% return um, from day to day, from yesterday to today. So it's just what's important is that you have, you know, a good long-term plan for this, this retirement growth. But then we've got to have like alternative plans in amongst the pie chart. You can't just be like all Dow all day, every day, never turn back. You've got to have, you know, some of these other episodes we've talked about with, you know, uh, your your annuity practices, Matt. Um, some of my options were like, hey, wouldn't it be great if you had an equity line or a liquid equity line on your real estate so that if you had a tough year, if you wanted to hold long term, and you just, you know, and you're in the middle of that that cycle where you go from bear to bull to bear, and instead of selling stocks, you could pull from your home equity line or your reverse mortgage or cash you've set aside intelligently. Um, that is part of what this show is all about. That's the fabric of this show. It's not just one great idea or read these articles because we read them too. It's it's we're right. trying to get you guys, listeners, on a a path of a philosophical path where you've got your big chess moves in order, but the little chess moves that you can move, you know, maybe quarterly or semi-annually, we're trying to help you with those ideas, give you some tips. And we want you to be able to reach out to us because it's so important that we have a relationship with you, you know, um, and we enjoy it. I mean, when this gal from Massachusetts sent me a message yesterday, I, I kind of text Matt and let him know we've got another listener from the show writing in. It, it's fun for us. Because that's really what we're here for to do. Um, yep. uh, Matt, At the end of the day, else? we're just trying to make smart retirees, right, Mike? That's right. We're so, doing our best. We're doing we're our trying. part. We're trying. Um, you know, the other one that is kind of interesting that we get hit with, uh, I, I'm sure you hear this too, Mike, but, you know, people are like, well, if the economy is doing, you know, not so well, why is the stock market doing so well, right? And I think I touched on that pretty well at the beginning of the show with talking about the tech giants and things that we've got. Uh, going on, but I just want to, you know, kind of make it clear that we really don't know right now what the economy is going to end up looking like probably until I would say end of quarter three uh, when it comes to GDP, because really, you know, if you got the stock market, which is controlled by the bigger corporations and things, mainly the right. tech stuff right now, but then you've got the economy that's going to be, you know, mom and pop, small businesses, things like that. So people that have actually been affected by the economic shutdowns and things that have happened in some of these uh, large cities and states. Um, so it's hard to really say where things are going to go. And again, without that crystal ball and yours not being fixed, it's, it's going to be difficult to make that call. But nonetheless, um, you know, I think it's just another reason that ring, rings home that having some type of plan and sticking to your plan makes all the sense. So, you know, listeners, if, you, if you're out there and you're just kind of lost and you're like, you know, I thought I had a good plan, but I'm a little nervous what's going on. It's never too late to have a second opinion. Have Mike, you know, look over some mortgage details with you. Have myself go over uh, your current planning. Let you know if you're on that right path. Um, another suggestion there is, you know, if you're a little bearish on the market right now, it might be a good idea to be looking at some fixed income type of stuff. Um, some fixed indexed annuities might be a good position for your portfolio. Um, you know, the annuity is really nice because you really can capture some of the upside in the market, but you don't have to worry about any of the downside. 
right? So the only downside that might be on an index annuity is there might be a you know one percent fee or something if you uh, elect to want to take income with it. But other than that, it's a pretty safe investment. The only thing that you're giving up is a little bit of time, right? So some of them are going to be five, seven, ten years long. So it's it's your longer term money, um, but it's really that money that you've got your March for retirement, not the normal every day to day stuff. So and that's kind of where Mike and I work so well is you know if you need that comfort factor of having some type of backup, that's where having some type of line of credit off of your real estate that you've got a bunch of equity in kind of makes sense because you can now take this money, set it out for the next 10 years, set it, forget it. And if something does come along, you've got that safety net that hedge. might help set up for you. Exactly. Yeah. The hedge is important. So. You know, the hedge is important. It's a risk management practice and you can't just, and no one, I don't think anyone that listens to the show thinks this way, but you can't just bank on the fact that a decision you make today is going to be the best decision in five or seven years from now. But, Absolutely. but getting out of that decision can be costly. Like for example, selling real estate is expensive. Yep. Um, but if you can weather the storm, offset the, the expenses that you have because vacancies happening or your tenants aren't paying you due to the CARES Act, right? If you can't sure. get rent income coming in for six months, how do we get around that? What's a smart way to protect yourself against that. And that's that's part of the counseling that Matt and I both do together. I mean, most of our counselings are happening where he's doing one thing, but checking in with me for another and vice versa. So absolutely. I think that probably concludes the show, Matt. What do you think? I, I would agree. Um, listeners, again, if you'd like copies of either of the articles that we've reviewed today or just have a general question, give us a call, 866-53-RETIRE. Again, that's 866-53-RETIRE. Option one will get you to myself, Matt Hollander, with Century Financial Consultants. And option two will get you over to Mr. Mike Points at Central Coast Lending. So with that, Mike, thanks for uh, jumping on today with me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that'll just help us really build this thing up, be able to bring you guys better content, consistent content. And again, if you've got questions or recommendations, email us info at smartretirementcast.com. So listeners, thank you again. And let's go out and make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide or construed as providing specific investment advice. Any economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee the strategies promoted will be successful. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy or risk management technique can guarantee return or eliminate risk in all market environments. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. California license number 0175638 and MLS number 1246224.